0: Welcome to the Lex Buds and Pick and Roll podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Brandon. And with you as always is Tyler. Oh boy, Tyler. Uh, it's cold. It's very cold. My kids are outside sledding down a hill right outside our studio. Well, I tell you, I
1: think they could slide down your driveway because you, know, you clearly have not shoveled anything outside. You have not done your husbandly duties no, to we clear the driveway and sidewalk for your wife and children. Uh, we, we don't
0: do that here. <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's a risk that everybody takes when they go down the driveway. oh okay it's just an assumed risk it's an assumed risk to the boyd house it's an assumed risk and we just do the best we can okay that that's the way i look at it yeah only the strong survive. <laughs> exactly it's what survival of <laughs> the fittest that's the whole thing right yeah yeah so we've got a, a few things to cover here today we're going to do i think two segments today instead of three tyler is that correct
1: yeah we're we're doing a rare saturday
0: mid-morning show today oh jeez. That's crazy! Isn't it? Did you get your orange juice and your eggs and your sausage biscuit? I really... know we
1: should have had a brunch. That we could have got some Bob Evans pork and some you know <laughs> some some other other breakfast yeah, items that have been recalled recently. Yeah.
0: So. yeah, that was uh, get some hot pockets and Bob Evans sausage, right? Yeah, breakfast well, of champions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tyler, on this episode, we are going to cover the big Robin Hood uh, app scandal. I'm sure you've heard about that a little bit. Impeachment on uh, Governor Bashir. Democrats want to add statehood to Washington, D.C., Dr. Fauci, vaccines at Kroger, um, U.K. canceling games, U.K. sports or Kentucky sportsman of the year. There's a lot of stuff to cover. But before we get into that, you know, I always like to know how your week's gone, Tyler. Um, well, this is, you know, every four months at work,
1: we have our big deadline period. So this, this mm. week leading into next week, which is the deadlines, our, our big deadlines. So I I basically, I have no clue what is happening in the world. These topics are, you're you're basically just going to have to tell me about all these. I I have no clue what is happening in the world in the last five days.
0: Well, you're in luck, Ty, because what we do on the show is we educate. We educate people on what's going on. So if you don't watch the news, if you don't want to watch cable news, you come here. Yeah,
1: so I'll I'll be right along with the listeners today. So you you will get my, you know, un- educated opinion.
0: That's good, which will be different from our <laughs> normal opinion how. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> no, No. we actually do some research, I. We, we communicate through the week, but we so, do. so you've had a busy week at work.
1: Yeah, busy week, I, I worked a good 50 hours at least this week, that's, so uh, I, I had to unwind last night, watch some Boy Meets World on Disney+, that's always exciting. That is good, that's, I like that. That's my favorite thing so far on Disney+, is the Boy Meets World.
0: Yeah, it is great.
1: But what about you? What's been happening?
0: Well, you know, my kids wanted to to go sledding. They went and had uh, some snowball fights this week. It's been snowing here. It's been very cold. And there's this one little alleyway between our house and the neighbor's house where it doesn't get a lot of sun, so the snow hasn't melted fully on that side. So they've now moved their sled to that side, and they're literally sledding right outside our studio. Nice. So, So if you hear kids screaming in the background... It's not because there's a weird situation here at the house. It's because uh, our kids are sledding outside.
1: Yeah, hopefully screams of
0: happiness and not screams of pain when they break a (laughs) bone sliding down the. Well, we've got insurance. (laughs) You know, that's how kids learn, right? You know, you break something. It's like, okay, I probably don't want to do that again. That's true. I'm also the same guy that doesn't shovel my driveway either, Tyler. So (laughs) I'm basically just begging them. Actually, my youngest son, my 7-year-old, said, Hey, uh, Dad, can we sled down our driveway? I'm like, son, that leads directly to the road. (laughs) I said, do you know why? Do you understand why you can't do that? No, it's slick. (laughs) Like, I know, but you will go out into the road, but I'll stop myself. (laughs) Famous last words, right? That's
1: great. Kind of like in Home Alone when Kevin slides (laughs) out the front door and into the street.
0: Yeah, so we will see how that goes. I'm not 100%. Hopefully, they are. I think they're alive. I can hear them every now and then. So they're still alive. They'll be fine. Okay. What's the worst that could
1: happen? We'll be more concerned when we stop here screaming.
0: Yeah, Todd, that reminds me. Do you remember the story when when we were growing up and we would throw a baseball against uh, the outbuilding uh, at your house Mm -hmm. and we would practice our different pitches and it had a window in it. Do you remember that? Yeah, I know where you're going (laughs) with this. You know, I was just thinking, when I was thinking famous last words, oh, I'll stop myself before I go out into the road. Do you remember you had a pitch... You said, hey, this is, <laughs> I'm going to practice my curveball right here. I'm not very good at it, though. And you threw it, and it didn't curve. It went straight into the pane of glass and broke yeah. the window. Yeah, it didn't curve <laughs> back to where I want. It just went complete the opposite direction. But you had warned me beforehand. You said it's not very good. <laughs> and you're right. It did not curve. It went in a straight line <laughs> like a, a shank in golf. And uh, you, know, you didn't have your curve that day. Yeah, at, at, least, at least
1: I'm honest, you know. You you get honesty from me. Yeah, see, I will what... I will tell you when something I do is not good, ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, so it, that means you want to get out of the way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tyler, I think we just dig into it, and you, usually we start off with sports. We but, do, but let's be fair. There's been a game canceled. It's been a fairly light week of sports, so I think we just dig into some news.
1: Okay, are you okay we'll, with that? We'll save sports for later. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, I, I'm counting on you for the news topics.
0: So you 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 set them up, and I'll I'll knock them down. That's what I like to hear, Tyler. Uh, so, Tyler, 2021 has given us a remix to the old classic tale of Robin Hood. This year, the Robin Hood app is stealing from the poor and giving to the rich. Trading was halted on the highly praised app after a group of individual investors banded together on Reddit uh, to inflate the price of stocks such as AMC and GameStop. Hed- hedge fund managers panicked, lost billions, and conveniently managed to get trading stopped, leading to losses for many of those individual investors. Tyler, what say you on this new twist to the Robin Hood tale?
1: This may be the, I know we're only in January, but if there is any new story that happens this year that is crazier than this one, then it's going to be another wild year. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would have ever thought that some message board people on Reddit, which I don't really get on Reddit a lot, I, I mean, I've been on there, but
0: I, I'm not a... There's topics on everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, It's crazy. Yeah, there, there's a, you can find a message board for, for anything on there. If you want to talk about Siamese cats, I'm sure there's a Reddit there board is. for it. There is.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: But the fact that all these people just got together and said, we are going to stick it to these Wall Street, bigwigs, hedge fund mm-hmm. people, just, just amazing. And they, they have completely flipped the stock market upside down Mm -hmm. to where people don't know what to do and apparently a lot of billionaires have lost a lot of money feel really bad for them Mm um but i I, i'll I'll be honest i don't really i've never really understood the stock market i don't i don't even i don't know what a hedge
0: fund even is to be honest with you sure well here's the deal so I agree with it. They definitely tried to stick it to somebody and they did it. And and there were some people that just bought the stock because they were like, "Hey, I'm going to buy it." So those people have been left out in the cold and some have been forced to take a loss on it unfortunately. The ones that came on uh for the ride later on. I think this is a big problem and for like 30 seconds this week I almost sounded like Bernie Sanders. Oh, look at I, d- I did and that is frightening <laughs> to me. But this kind of stuff really takes me off, man, because you know, it's like there's one set of rules for people that are in Wall Street and can do everything, and there's another set of rules for people that just want to do something on an individual basis. The problem with it is that it does introduce uncertainty into the market, and that will affect everybody's retirement accounts. Mm-hmm. Okay, So when there's uncertainty in the market, stuff happens, and you know people's 401ks go down. So there were some billionaires that got hit, but when there's uncertainty, everybody's going to take a hit on it. So you got to be kind of careful when you're saying... Well, okay, let's stick it to all these rich people because there are other people that will be affected. A lot of those rich people make a lot of decisions in investing <laughs> okay. in, in the 401ks and things like that. So you've got to be super careful with these things. For, for example, I mean, the stock market went down six or 700 points right before the end of the week because of this. So basically we have
1: a system that either the rich people win and everybody else loses or everybody loses. There's no scenario where the middle and lower classes I think, win.
0: Well, is what Ro- you're saying. the Robinhood app is getting called into Congress, I believe. So they have a day of reckoning, <laughs> and and really, if you look at Robinhood, it was really a tool for hedge fund managers to see what individuals were investing in. So really, this Robinhood app was a tool of the rich people okay. on the back end. They were getting that information and making decisions based on that. I see. It, but they put a nice name on it to make people feel like they they had some control. They had none.
1: Okay. Can you tell me what a hedge fund is? In yeah, 30 seconds. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, if you want me to be 100% honest, but I mean, the reality of it is it does shake things up. Uncertainty in the market hurts everybody. There's got to be a way to where rich people can do well, but the individual investor can make decisions on their own without having the market manipulated against them. Why can't you do both? Agreed. That's all you need. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I, st- I still love the just the idea of people working together to stick it to the man. E- e- even if it doesn't help them. Just the fact that it's causing rich people to lose
0: money, it makes me a little happy. It does. Okay, well, that's all right. (laughs) Tyler, let's move on to the next one. All right, what we got next, Tyler? We all know Georgia is the Peach State, right? Yes, that is correct. But Kentucky is looking to become the impeach state, Ooh. as the Kentucky State Legislature's Impeachment Committee on Andy Bashir requested additional information from the governor as part of their proceedings. Tyler, are we in a perpetual state of just impeaching whoever is in, in office at this point? <laughs> Do we ever stop? Um, we, we are in a state
1: of impeaching anyone of the opposite party, I think, is, is where we are. Yeah, you know, if if we had a Democratic legislature, we would not have any impeachments going on. But since we have a Republican legislature with a Democratic governor, I I, th- I think this is what we're looking at. You know, I I in in theory, I like the idea. I don't like the idea of having the same party controlling the executive and the legislative.
0: Scary. Because
1: then you get no opposition. Yeah, they, they just do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you get opposite parties, you get nothing done. Because all they do is bicker, and it's all about winning. No, There's no compromise. Everything is about winning a political battle. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm to the point, well, crap. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> what, we, what do you do now? We Just... either get nothing done, or we get everything that one side wants done, whether you agree with it or not. Mm-hmm. And it sucks.
0: Okay. Well, that's fair. What, what do you think about this pre- specific... Um, situation with Andy Bashir obviously they're looking at his What are uh, they he, impeaching him for? His use for, of executive powers and executive overreach um and basically shutting things down for the last year without let you know at top. But I
1: mean, but we we talked about this last week or right? they're passing legislation to to prevent him from doing that is, is that not enough like no, okay, that's you're, what I'm you're apparently you're ch- not you're changing the rules so he can't do it anymore is, is this it, it just seems unnecessary to me. Well that, he was doing what he was legally allowed to do right like this do you, do you the, think he the, had the, any the, overreach these things went to my understanding a lot of these things went to kentucky supreme court and it mm-hmm. was ruled that he was in, in, within his power so it's kind of like you're changing the rules on like, oh you you, you had the ability to do this but you shouldn't have so we're going to punish you for it
0: i don't think that's fair okay so you don't think you should punish people for bad behavior now that the behavior is over is that what you're saying? Because I mean, let's, let's these are not the same by any means. But let's look mm-hmm. at Donald Trump. Donald Trump's no longer in office, and nothing's happening. Yet there's an impeachment case against him. Do you punish people based on what they did? Now, obviously, the actions aren't the same. But do you punish people now that the behavior is over?
1: No, I, I think just let's just let it go. Let's try to move. <laughs> let's just try to move on. What, what do you think? What, I, what's your thoughts on this
0: impeachment? Uh, I think it's just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of impeachments. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I'm being honest, let me be. You want me to be honest? Are yeah. we Are we doing being honest? Yeah. Let's let's be frank. Um, I think that the first impeachment on Donald Trump was dumb. Mm-hmm. There was a whole trial and case by the Mueller team, and what do we have? There wasn't hardly anything there, and they spent millions of dollars. Yet there was still an impeachment trial. So I think you have trivialized impeachment to where people are like, okay, well we can impeach just whatever, and I don't think it's going to stop now. Now, the second one they may have some legs on, but again, it's for past behavior. But the first one, I think, opened up the floodgates for people to say, okay, let's just impeach you. Yep. We're going to take you down. Well, if if you don't like impeachment, I think
1: when we get a Republican governor, you won't see it anymore. and It'll magically pro- go away. Pro- probably pretty likely that'll happen.
0: Yeah. It's weird how that works, isn't it, Tyler? <laughs> it's crazy. <Yep. laughs> Tyler Kroger, Kroger has announced that they will be opening a large COVID vaccine clinic at the Kentucky Horse Park in the coming weeks. The first of those appointments have been booked, and more will be coming online. How do you feel about Kentucky's vaccine efforts, and how has the state done in rolling this out? And more importantly, do you think you will get moved to the front of the line if you show your Kroger Plus card? Oh, you, you
1: get bonus <laughs> points at Kroger.
0: I don't know. Maybe you get like if you buy five, you get two free or something. You know what I mean? You see those tags at the yeah. grocery store. You, um, you buy nine vaccines, you get <laughs> yeah, your 10th free. You get your whole family done. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean it's a good I, overall. If you're asked, if if I'm looking at my opinion on this, I think the state's done pretty well, and even in national rankings and things, Kentucky is at the top. West Virginia being the best at rolling this out, which you know people give yeah. West Virginia a lot of crap all the time, but they're kicking everybody else's butt in getting shots in people's arms. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean usually you look at Kentucky, West Virginia, Miss, you know they're they're always at the bottom of every ranking, but we we seem to be doing pretty well with this. Uh, I, I got my. First dose a couple weeks ago. I'm scheduled to get my my second dose uh, this week, actually, at at Kroger Field uh, for that one. So, uh, I I do feel a little guilty, the fact, I I feel like, I I don't feel like all the older people have gotten theirs yet. No, not even close. I mean, I'm fortunate and thankful that I've gotten mine, but at the same time, I'm like, well, how, how have I gotten one, but, you know... Older people in my family may have not gotten one yet. Yeah, it's
0: interesting because a lot of these signups are done online. Yeah. And who is not online as much? Older people mm-hmm. that need it. More, you know what I mean? So it's right. kind of like I, that is the only part that bothers me. I'm like, you know, you should give them a couple of weeks where it's like, if you're 70 years and older, come to a Kroger or come to a CVS or Walgreens. Nobody else is getting it until everybody that wants one zooms through the line.
1: Exactly. And and all the teachers are starting to get theirs, so maybe some optimism, maybe schools might open back soon. <laughs> I know, I just said that to see if I could get you going. Fayette County public schools? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Fayette County will open up any day now. For what? <laughs> For schools. I mean, all the teachers are getting vaccinated, so they can send the kids back now, right? Mm-hmm. No?
0: Well, the teachers got their first round of the vaccine. They have to wait three or four more weeks, so that puts us into the end of February. And then you have to wait two weeks after that for it to uh, fully kick in. So then we're talking about middle of March, probably late March. We'll Just prob- some time for spring break. We'll probably, yes, then the spring break. <laughs> we'll actually probably get back in school during the last two weeks of school, you know, where you are rolling out the av cart with the tv and you're watching movies the last couple weeks oh, we'll get back to school right at that time those were the best weeks of school though. when you saw that av cart rolling down the hallway tyler you
1: thought you'd hit gold oh man that <laughs> that was like the epitome of of technology like a tv on a rolling cart
0: with a vcr in the second shelf
1: yes uh, but some of, them, some of them had the built-in vcr to the cart which was even well if your school notch. if
0: your school was really hitting it yeah <laughs> Uh, but that's a whole other matter. I highly, I'm not very optimistic that schools are coming back. But
1: yeah. anyway, okay. I, I, mean. I, I thought I might could get you on a on a rant there. I was trying.
0: Uh, I I do. I want to save it for another show because that's okay. a, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but as far as the Kroger thing goes, it's good. I just wish more older people were getting it. Yeah, true. All right. What's next, Tyler? Democrats are hoping to add two more Senate seats in the very near future. Um, Senate Democrats have introduced legislation requesting statehood for Washington D.C. They claim the move will provide representation for the 700,000 residents and allow them a voice in their local matters. D.C. will also have equal representation in Congress with two additional senators. Certain parts of the capital area will still remain under federal control, um, even if they are granted statehood. Tyler, what do you think about adding another state? It's been a while. It has. You know what our 50th state was?
1: Hawaii was the 50th, right?
0: See, there Hawaii or Alaska, one of those two. Probably Hawaii. I think it's, I think it was Hawaii. I think it's Hawaii. Yeah. So
1: wasn't there a wrestler who was fr- like
0: from Hawaii, and he always bragged about being from the 50th state? So that's your frame of reference. Everything. <laughs> was there a wrestler? <laughs> so yeah. So so your <laughs> so your take on anything Kentucky was hey you remember hillbilly Jim uh, <laughs> he used to say that uh, that's pretty funny our frame of reference is wrestling on a lot of it things, is just to be fair yeah. but you what do you think about it Tyler what do you think about adding another state. Um, and how do you think this is going to play nationally and just in Kentucky? What do you think people are going to think about this? <sighs> um,
1: I, I go back to what we just said. Which party is wanting to pass
0: this bill? I'll give you two guesses, but you only need one.
1: <laughs> Democrats. Mm-hmm. Which party is this going to benefit? The, Democrats. Well, apparently it's Bec- to because benefit the citizens
0: of Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah,
1: Thailand. so yeah, uh-huh. it benefit the citizens, yeah. uh <laughs> I mean yeah it's it's going to essentially give Democrats two more senators is is what it's going to do so of course they're going to be for it of course mm-hmm. they're the ones who want to get this passed I I haven't heard much about this the last I don't know my entire life <laughs> the last my entire <laughs> life <laughs> and now all of a sudden since uh, you know the Senate split 50-50 uh, oh let's let's figure out how we can uh, tilt the tilt the balance there a little bit more in our favor.
0: So you're not you're not in support of these 700,000 residents gaining more control over No, they
1: cho- they chose to live there. They knew what they were signing up for. They could go live in a different city if they, you know. They they knew the deal. They knew what they were signing up for. They mm-hmm. don't have to live there.
0: Well, let me ask What do you think? Well, let me ask you this. Do you think the issue is going to be for a lot of people that hey, cuz these are obviously going to be Democrats Senate seats. There's no way a Republicans getting elected in Washington. Heck, no, There's not a, a chance in France. Yeah, I mean it's like a two to one voting margin there every election. Year, so yep. That's not happening. Do you think it would be better if Republicans brought another state up and said, "Hey, I want to, we want to grant Eastern Wyoming <laughs> uh, statehood, <laughs> and they get two Senate seats." Do you think it's best if it's brought up well, that way, or is it the fact that it's Washington D.C. and it's and it's so heavily tilted in one political direction that's the problem?
1: Yeah, I know they've also been discussing. Uh, you know Is it Puerto Rico? They've been discussing. Yeah, also and was, that would be another. I would assume that would be Democratic yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to get Republican buy-in, you that, you're not going to get it on Washington. <laughs> you're you're going to have to give give something. But maybe they don't have to. I mean, again, they've got they've got control right now, so this very well could be passed. You know, I've
0: always claimed that. The, Kentucky is basically four or five different states in one. Maybe we just break up like Western Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, Northern, and then your Lexington and Louisville, All Right. We have 10 senators in Kentucky. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> it would be great. I would love that. Yeah, that would be nice. But uh, I don't know. Overall, I've, I'm not sure if it ever actually gets passed. I mean, it's a pretty big deal to do this. But if so, I have a lot of people upset. What
1: are we going to do with the flag? How are you going to – we would have a completely – odd number of stars it's gonna throw how are you off. gonna get 51 stars in a you know a, a symmetrical order
0: well tyler i mean when we started out we didn't have 50 but they adapted they, they changed it
1: yeah so well, I, I i need to see a design of the that that's basically going to be how i, I want to see how the flag <laughs> looks that is my pending factor on this i want to know what's the flag gonna look with 51 stars they can make it look good i'm for it what would if be not
0: a, i'm against what would be on the washington dc flag um, you know, cuz uh, Kentucky's united we stand, divided we fall.
1: Uh probably just a uh, a picture of gridlock traffic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. I I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. What uh, do you think? I, you know, I would probably just say money. Hmm. A big pile of money. Yeah. With people's hands handing it to each other? Yeah, just like, that's all it is. It's
1: one of those bags like in the cartoons where it has a dollar sign <laughs> yeah. on the bag.
0: They're holding up with a big bag. <laughs> exactly. That's basically sums up Washington, D.C. to me. But anyway. All right, what's next? Uh, Tyler, let's, let's finish off with this one. Leading health experts, including Dr. Fauci, are now claiming that double masking may help reduce the spread of coronavirus. Tyler, uh, do you think that those who are holding off on masks will now be more compliant now that they're being told to double mask <laughs> 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 I mean we 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 talked about this a lot this summer. There were people having parties that were almost like anti-mask parties. Yeah. And you know, there were people that didn't want to wear them. I I don't like wearing them myself. I absolutely can't stand it. I can't tell you the number of times I've walked into a store and been like, "Oh crap, I left my mask out in the car." Oh yeah. It's gotten to the point to where when I get in the car, I put my mask on and put it under my chin because I'm tired of forgetting it. <laughs>
1: That's a good idea.
0: And then when I go from store to store, I used to take it off and throw it in the seat next to me. Mm-hmm. Now I just keep it pulled under my chin because I'm tired of fooling with it. It's aggravating. But, you know, we we got to do it at this point. Double masking works. Maybe triple masking works even better. Well, so so I take it. Are are you going to voluntarily
1: start wearing two masks then? No. E- e- even if the CD says it's more effective?
0: Well, I mean, it's more effective if you just stay in your house. and It's more effective if you don't breathe at all. Then nothing gets in. So maybe we just all hold our breath for 30 <laughs> seconds out of every minute. That decreases the risk that you inhale uh, anything. Okay. That could be that, the next thing. That
1: seems a little extreme. But, but it would work. Yeah. that's. I mean, you might pass
0: out from... You might, but breath. you won't get coronavirus. <laughs> right? I mean, what do you think? Are you going to double mask? Or are you double bagging it? What's up? <laughs> What are
1: you doing? I knew you were going to... I was waiting on you to say that. <laughs> well, knew that was coming. So,
0: so what are you doing? Uh, I mean,
1: I, I'm with you. I, I'm lucky if I can remember to, to bring one mask with me when I'm going out. Mm-hmm. So the odds of me remembering two are, are pretty slim. Yeah. I mean, so I'm, I'm probably not going to voluntarily. I mean, obviously, if they say everybody has to wear two masks, I'll, I'll wear two masks. Sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But I don't know. I... It's just. <laughs> does it seem like overkill? It it
0: does. I mean, do we need to start wearing two seatbelts? I mean, one to go across this way, and the other to come across the other. Yeah, way. Where,
1: where where does this end? We're just going to double all protective measures now to I, try to keep everybody safe.
0: I think that's what we're we're heading towards. Okay. I mean, obviously, if you want to protect yourself from getting anything, just wear a gas mask. <laughs> right. I, you know, I may start doing that. It might freak people out a little bit. But, <laughs> you know, walk into the store with a gas mask and, and a go, hazmat suit and I, <laughs> Just do the whole thing. <laughs> But I mean, at some point, common sense has to play a role here, and you just have to be a normal person. Yeah. We can't walk around with styrofoam and, you know, bubble wrap. Yeah. As far as I know. But I mean,
1: maybe this will just become the new normal. I I remember when people first started wearing masks, and you'd go in the store and you'd see, you know, maybe 25 or 30% of people with masks. I'm like, these people are nuts. I'm not going to wear a
0: mask. I was right there. That's (laughs) what I said. I was like, wrong with these people yeah
1: and then you know sure enough you know here i am you know wearing my mask but it's you know. weird
0: though when you think about it, this time last year think think of all the stuff we were doing this time last year if you go back and look at photos like on facebook it pops up your memories like oh this was one mm-hmm. year ago and you look at like what you were doing in your life and then you realize how much things changed and if they'll ever be the same tyler yeah i think
1: the the first case in the u.s was around this time a year ago
0: it was but nobody really batted an eye at it no you know, it was just like uh so, oh, that's up in Washington. That's, that's that's a one-off thing. They'll fix it before then. <laughs> Little did we know it's probably been here longer than we ever thought. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. Great way to end the segment on a downer, Tyler. Yeah. Who picked this <laughs> order of topics? Um well, on to some more positive news after the break we're going to be talking about Kentucky not losing a game this weekend. Not losing. That's right. It's a
1: great spin, great way to look That's at it.
0: That's all right. Um, but we will cover that and some more sports news right after the break. We really appreciate it. As always before we hit the break, follow us at lexbuds.com on Twitter at lexbuds, Facebook lexbuds and pick and roll, YouTube type in lexbuds. Just type in lexbuds to your internet machine and we will pop up somewhere.
1: Yeah, just type it in somewhere and something of ours will come up whether it's our Twitter, or our YouTube, or our Facebook. Website, something will come up. There we go. That right. you that will have stuff you will enjoy.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, we appreciate it. We'll see you guys right after the break. Welcome back, segment two, Lex Buds, and Pick and Roll podcast. Tyler, we covered a lot of news last segment. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention: we are booked for an interview next week with somebody from our childhood past. You know who I'm talking about?
1: Oh, I do. Can 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 we can we tell people who it is yet? Or are we keeping it a surprise? Let, let, let's
0: wait. Let's wait. Well, do, should we do it?
1: I don't know. What
0: what would you do if I told everybody who it was? <laughs> oh, I don't know. What would you do? That's hmm. a good question. I double dare you to tell everybody <laughs> about it. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Uh I I think I may just go out and, you know, slide down the hill with your kids. I, I need a good physical challenge right now. So may, maybe I'll just do that instead. Yeah. <laughs> mark it down. Hint, hint, wink mark, wink.
0: Yeah, mark it down. <laughs> Maybe it'll be in the summer we do the interview, right? <laughs> How many more clues can we give? Any, uh, if any, you haven't figured it out yet, then... You... Yeah, then that's your problem. But, uh, yeah, a uh, very important TV personality from our childhood um, is going to come on and hopefully do a What Would You Do segment with us. I think that's and, the plan. And we will release that, I think, as just a, a a separate show on our podcast feed, and we'll put that on our social media channels and stuff like that as well, so... hang hang tight on that um it's scheduled but you know you never know things change we've had people schedule before and things get you know switched around so we'll see how it goes we're pretty flexible here right yeah we are we have to be flexible i've got two kids sledding down outside of our studio i have to be flexible (laughs) right That's that's a good point that's what we have to do here ty so we covered news in the first segment let's cover some sports all right how about it let's get into it
1: well we are here on Saturday, before there was supposed to be a basketball game tonight, but unfortunately, the bubble surrounding the University of Kentucky men's team has bust. And someone in the team, we, we don't know who it is, player, coach, manager, janitor, I don't know who it, who it is, <laughs> but someone in the basketball program has a case of the COVID, and the game against Texas has been canceled uh, brandon is this actually a good thing that it was canceled since texas was a top five team or did we really
0: need to play this game uh well here's the deal so first of all um i'm glad that we didn't lose this weekend so i can celebrate not losing i haven't had many weekends where i can say that absolutely in terms of the bubble being burst our ncaa bubble burst a long time ago <laughs> so as far as winning this game i don't think it really mattered in all honesty it what does make me sad is that texas was the super bowl for us we're used to being other teams super bowl texas was our super bowl all right role reversal this year i don't like that unless we win the sec tournament we're not going anywhere there's no way it's not going to happen we don't have enough games left and the sec is a, a fairly down conference comp- compared to everybody else with, with the exception of you know two or three teams so we don't have enough good games left to get in on an at-large bid in my opinion It's out the door. Just let it go. I'm glad we didn't lose. I don't care that the game was canceled. In fact, it'll give me an excuse to drink bourbon without being upset. (laughs) Usually, you know, I have my bourbon and I get upset watching this team this year. I don't have to worry about it now. So I'm actually happy that the game was canceled. That's sad to say, but I'm happy it didn't happen.
1: That's true. I guess we'll all be in a good mood. But but to counter your point, uh, according to Coach Calipari, you know, he was asked after, you know, going back to the game this week after we lost to Alabama... Mm -hmm. You know, he was he was basically asked, "Does this end your tournament hopes, your NCAA tournament hopes?" And he said, "No, there's there's still plenty of games left, still plenty of ranked teams." So, according to Calipari, Brandon, he would disagree with you and say, "You know, we we could have won tonight, we could have won many other games against ranked teams, and still could have made the tournament." What do you say to Coach Cal?
0: Well, you know, apparently Terrence Clark was also supposed to be our point guard, and B.J. Boston's supposed to jack up every three shoots too. So, I mean. Coach Cal was wrong. He likes to say once in 1978. I can count at least two, three, 15 this year. (laughs) So, you know, I think everybody has a down year. I think Cal's probably handled this coronavirus worse than anybody. He doesn't look the same. He doesn't have the same energy. He looks like he'd rather be anywhere else than coaching this team. In my opinion, just body language. He's screaming. The only thing I think he knows is how to yell the word go. He does do that, and you can a really lot. hear it with the, with the uh, you know small amount of crowd that are at these games. As soon as somebody gets the ball, go! <laughs> <laughs> I bet those kids wake up in a cold sweat at three a.m. thinking they're getting yelled at to say go, go! Oh, yeah, yeah, jeez, you know, that's what I think. Yeah, I, I've got a couple of
1: views on this. Uh, one, all, all the national analysts are saying, okay, Kentucky's tournament chances are over. Because if they were going to make the tournament, they had to beat Texas tonight to get this this marquee win. Okay, well, the only way I'm going to win the lottery is if I buy a ticket. Okay. But the odds of me winning the lottery and the odds of Kentucky making the tournament are about the same. (laughs) Because there's no chance they were beating Texas tonight. No no chance. Mm -mm. Now, I, I do love Calipari's optimism, though. The, the fact that in his mind, he still thinks we have enough games left to win the term It reminds me, have you ever seen the movie The Terminator?
0: Tyler, of course.
1: Okay. Of course, yeah. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays this mm-hmm. cyborg sent from the future. And he, he's tracking down all of the Sarah Connors in the phone book. And he gets to one of the Sarah Connors' house, and she's there, and, you know, her, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They just got done with you know, a nice intimate session. And, and Arnold walks in this massive, like 300 pound dude. I mean, world-class bodybuilder, the the biggest, strongest person on earth, probably at that point. And he walks in and the boyfriend's like, Hey man, don't, don't make me rough you up, man. Don't make me mess you up. like." That dude had some confidence, so I admire <laughs> Calipari's confidence in the way that I admire the dude in the Terminator's confidence. Uh, he, he was telling Arnold Schwarzenegger, the cyborg from the future, that he was going to rough him up if he didn't turn around and
0: leave. I, I, I admire it. Jeez, oh, what a great connection. <laughs> I had no clue. I thought you were going to say is a cyborg. <laughs> I mean, I was sitting there trying to figure out where you were going with that, but it totally makes sense. But you know what? I think it's actually false optimism. You know, Mark Stoops talks about this on the football team. He hates false confidence. Just you know, yeah. puffing your chest just for no reason. You know, back it up with something. Back it up with putting the work in, making decisions that are going to make a difference. And I don't know this the the team roster. People complain about the roster. Who built the roster? I believe that would be John Calipari. Yeah, I think we have eighteen power forwards that can't shoot, but have a seven foot eight wingspan. I think that's the the team that he put together. However, he forgot that you don't get points for that, and you actually got to put the ball in the little round, you know, rather in the hoop.
1: Yeah, I mean, we 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 shut down Alabama this week in that game. I mean, for at least you know, for Alabama standards, we mm-hmm. we shut them down. Mm-hmm. We they did not shoot well. That was a game. If you hold Alabama to under 75 points, you you're, should be you, done should, something. you should be able to win. That's a game you should win. But when when we can barely put up 60, it it kind of hampers your ability to win
0: games. Let me ask you this though, Tyler, let's think if you're recruiting for teams in the future. If you're a shooter, what is the case to come to Kentucky? What is the case to want to come there? You think you're going to you've seen Jamal Baker you see Johnny Juzang. You see Dante Allen. Even though he gets in, Calipari almost does it out of spite. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to play him. That's three in a row that d- either stay on the bench, don't get off the bench, or get the, the uh, string pulled on them as soon as they make one mistake. Yet, you know, if you have a seven foot six wingspan, you can just sh- do whatever you want.
1: Well, the thing is, you, you have to be a shooter and you have to have five stars. I mean, because you look at, you know, Duran Lamb, you look at Jamal Murray, you look at Malik Monk, Tyler Hero, like, all those guys were great shooters, mm-hmm. but they also had the background and the elite high school rankings to go with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're absolutely right. If 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 you're just a pure shooter who maybe doesn't have the athleticism that those elite guys do, yeah, heck, no, I'm not coming well, to that, Kentucky.
0: Well, that's why I'm wondering, you know, because not every shooter has a seven foot six wingspan. And exactly, a six foot nine. Th-
1: those guys don't just grow on trees. Yeah, so.
0: you know, you don't build Kevin Durant's just off trees, like you just said. So, there's going to be a problem there. I don't see the benefit of coming there, whereas I would look at Alabama and say, holy crap, they just jack them up left and right. If I want to make it in the NBA, which that game is based on three-point shooting now, and if I want to showcase that, I need to go to a place that's going to let me fire this sucker up. I want to go to Gonzaga. I want to go to Baylor. I want to go to you know, Alabama. It's scary if I'm just thinking about future teams.
1: I think in the coming years, this rivalry with Kentucky and Alabama is going to be fascinating because you have two completely different mindsets on how to build a team mm-hmm. and just how to play the game of basketball. You know, Calipari is old school. I'm going to get guys who can score in the paint. Mm-hmm. We're going to get guys who, you know, when, are, the when gra- are
0: those guys coming? By the way? Do, we have, <laughs> do we have any of them? Yeah,
1: well, that's true. We don't have anybody mm-hmm. who can score in the paint this well, year, do
0: we? Well, yeah, other than the poor free throw shooting, can't score in the paint and the three point shooting, we're, Pretty solid We're out, great, yeah,
1: but it, it's going to be fascinating to see the just completely two clashes of style, and you you know it has to drive Calipari crazy the fact that this Nate Oaks has come in his first year in the SEC, just playing this totally modern style of basketball, jacking up threes every possession, and has just ripped us both games. You know it has to eat at Calipari that now everybody is questioning Cal and say, hey, why aren't you playing more like Nate Oates? Why aren't we playing like that? Why aren't you recruiting guys like that? Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be, I think, fascinating to see, does Calipari adjust, or does that just make him more hard-headed to say, well, I'm going to show everybody I can beat Nate Oates playing this way? Oh, boy.
0: (laughs) Um, Here's my hope is that Nate Oates gets hired by another school that's better than (laughs) that. I'm not kidding. Like, I I sit here and look at him. Like, that guy is going to get a huge job somewhere because he's – He's playing a brand of basketball. Even if you lose, you like scoring points. It's like when Tim Couch was here with football. We didn't actually win that many games. When Jared Lorenz is here, we didn't actually win that many games. But, man, it was fun to watch. Yep. It put butts in the seats. That's what Alabama's going to do. And, you know, they're actually doing it with talent, so they're in the top And they're right winning. Now. Yeah, and they're winning. So he'll get another job somewhere. That's the only hope I think we have in this future series is that he gets pulled to somewhere. Yeah, to – Maybe CLA or something. I
1: yeah, don't know. Or, or even Hawaii. Just get him farther away. Get, get Nate Oates as far away from the SEC as we can, please. I'm a fan of that, <laughs> big time. All right, uh, Brandon, the Lexington Herald-Leader, I know which is your, your favorite newspaper. Yep, read it every day. <laughs> announced this week their Kentucky Sportsman of the Year, and this was essentially a no-brainer, and, and the biggest margin of victory, I think, in the history of this award. Mm-hmm. The Kentucky Sportsman of the Year was announced as John Slarman, who passed away this year, uh, or passed away in 2020, mm-hmm. the offensive lineman for the football team. Random was, was there any other choice other than Slarman? Do
0: no. Do you agree with this award? Yeah, it's, it's not even close. I mean, the guy was a, a leader, not just in his mind for football. I mean, he was a, a great player, a great mind for football. But I judge people based on how their players talk about them, And just go listen. Tell me one negative thing you've ever found about John Schlarman from any player. Every player interviews just like he's the best, you know, he developed me into a great player, but it was much more than that. And I think his impact also rubbed off on all of the other players just looking at what he went through. Even if you weren't, uh, you know, part of the O-line, if you were a wide receiver and you look over and your O-line coach is just, you know what they're going through, and he's sitting there showing up for practice every day, showing up early, leaving late, and you're sitting there complaining about your day. Like right, what am I doing? Why am Why am I complaining when somebody who's he's, he was a fairly young guy when he passed? Yeah, had young kids. You know, it's um there's no excuses, and I think that built a good culture for Mark Stoops as well, and something that they can carry on for many years to come. So it was a no brainer. How do you not give it to him? Yeah, I, I think he he puts a lot of things in perspective,
1: kind of like you said when you, when you think you're having a bad day. You know, Mark Soups, the head coach, would often talk about. You know, he'd walk by Coach Sarman's office, and he would just be laying in the floor, curled up in a ball, either just from sheer exhaustion or the, the pain that he was in. And then, but as soon as it was time for practice, he was up, he was out on the field, standing, running around, yelling <laughs> at guys. I'm like, holy! Like, if I was going through that, I don't think I could even sit in my office chair, let You'd alone the house. let alone be out in the heat or the freezing cold during football season. You know. Just incredible what he went through and uh, the inspiration that he was to the team and and definitely the culture that he helped inspire with our team and our offensive linemen especially. I think it it was a no-brainer that he got the award.
0: Yeah, who else was on the list? Do we know who else Uh, or how the voting went?
1: Yeah, so rounding out the top five, second place was Ryan Howard from the U.K. women's basketball team. He's a baller. Maybe the greatest – women's player we've ever had she's pretty good honestly mm-hmm. uh, I th- I think right now she's probably a shoe in to win this award next year mm-hmm. I would think uh, Anthony Davis was third you know, makes won, sense NBA title won a title with the Lakers uh, fourth was Walker Bueller Bueller yeah, I, I, Bueller yeah I think that's what uh, he didn't show up for the award ceremony so they were just saying Bueller over and over again. <laughs> nice uh, can you tell me who Walker Bueller is you don't know who Walker Bueller is You've lost now. He he is a pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, I do not watch baseball, so no, I, I don't either. I don't know how well the Dodgers did.
0: I would assume they had a good season. Maybe they won the World Series for all. of <laughs> could I, 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 I honestly would have. He no could have won the Cy Young Award, and <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to tell you. So okay, so let's uh, but board. he's he's
1: from Henry Clay High School, which okay. is the connection. Got it. And then fifth place, I did not know this name. Uh, maybe you know it, Bob Beatty. You know no, Bob. Oh,
0: Bob Beatty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: Old Man Beatty's kid. Old Man
0: Beatty's <laughs> kid. I have no clue who that is. Uh,
1: he was the head coach for the Trinity Shamrocks football team who just retired after this season. Oh, passes. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that dude probably deserved to be actually higher. I mean, yeah. he was just killed everybody. I
1: mean, he won like his 26th state title this year or something crazy. Decent. So, feel,
0: I feel bad for the coach that has to take over. <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? <laughs>
1: Those are some big shoes to follow.
0: Uh, it's been two years since our last state title. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm trying here.
1: That is a lot of pressure to win. Yeah. But that that is the top five, and as we said, I think completely deserved for Coach Slarman. Yeah, no doubt. Who's your prediction for next year's Kentucky Sportsman Ooh, of the Year? Ooh, that's a good question. Tom. Who's going to be the 2021 Sportsman of the Year?
0: Oh, boy. Uh, well, I think Ryan Howard is a good candidate because she just... <laughs> It's on another level. What what she's doing with the UK women's team? We've we've been better, you know, with with Matthew Mitchell coming in. We build a good team, but she almost takes it to a whole other level. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's it's crazy what's going on. Um, I like Emmanuel quickly. I oh, like what he's doing with the Knicks. Good, that's a good one. You know, can I give you a dark horse? Okay,
1: who, who who's your dark horse? If, if I'm going to put some money on with some good odds, who's your dark horse? John Calipari.
0: As your so, so you're expecting a big turnaround in 2021? Well. It'll be a big turnaround because we're going to go from one of the worst teams of all time <laughs> to hopefully one of the
1: best. That's true. If if you just look at the uh, you know percentage increase in wins from this year to next year, it's probably going to be the biggest in the history of the program. Exactly.
0: It sets up perfectly for Sportsman of the Year. <laughs> you know, you win five games one year, then you win twenty five the next year. That's got to be a record. That's got to be a record. How do you not give it to them then? That's that's, that's my dark horse pick. What about you? Who's your? Who's that's your... good. Um.
1: I think football is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. There was nobody from football in this top 5. Surprising. So, I think there's going to be some maybe Wandel Robinson? Wandel could, could be a potential in there. Um Mark Stoops maybe if yeah. if they have a good year. Uh but I, I think Ryan Howard is the, yeah, is, absolutely. the is the front runner. Yep. Yeah. Well, we she she is the Fuchaiichi Pegasus of this derby field. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. What do you got next? (laughs) Segway perfectly into the next Yes. uh, Fusayichi Pegasus.
1: (laughs) That was the first horse I could think of, so sorry. (laughs) Um, Okay, Uh, moving on to football. We got a football schedule this week. Sweet. We know who our opponents will be. Good. So why don't we just run through this real quick, and you give me your thoughts on the schedule.
0: Okay, and first of all, I should say that every decision that I make is based on better quarterback play. We don't know who our quarterback is yet.
1: True all right so we got louisiana monroe okay that's that's a w that's a win Mm -hmm. week one week two we got missouri at home
0: that's gonna be tough
1: that is that's that's a pivotal game right there that's a swing game I, i
0: wouldn't mark that down as
1: it's it's a swing game but it's one you gotta win i think you gotta win that one
0: well i'm gonna put it down as a loss okay I, you know we haven't played that well. Well,
1: then I'm a little concerned how you're going if you if you, if you got a loss Missouri at home. Well, I mean they handed not it, it to us last, last year. year. You know,
0: we we haven't played that well against Missouri.
1: Okay, so. fair enough. Week three, UT Chattanooga at home. Okay, that's a
0: win. I would hope so. If not, we're in trouble. <laughs> Week four, South Carolina on the road. I I we I feel like we've owned South Carolina since Stoops has been here. Um, so I'm okay with that. Okay, yeah. so you got a win you there. A win there. Okay. What now, about you?
1: Now, uh, yeah, I think we win that Okay. One. I think we're actually 4-0 right there. Okay, so Tyler, you've are you got us at 4-0. Yep, 4-0. Oh, yeah. right, write it down. Put your bets in. Okay. Uh, then the schedule gets a little bit more difficult. Okay. Uh, th- this is the stretch where the season's going great, and then you hit a little bump in the road.
0: We do this every year.
1: Yep. We've got back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. We've got Florida at home, LSU home, and then Georgia away. That Ooh. is... That is a brutal stretch. I mean, nobody's in that stretch. Just back to back weeks. You've got Florida, who won the SEC East. You yeah. got LSU, two years removed from a national title, and then you've got Georgia, who has just dominated us every year of the Stoops era. Yeah. So can my, we get
0: any of those three? You think can we get one of those? I think we snag one with LSU. I, you know, Florida, they've just beaten us for so many years in a row that, you know, I know we've beaten them once, but we've got to show that we can win more than once. Similar to the way I felt about Tennessee, mm-hmm. which I think we will start pounding on Tennessee relentlessly for the next few years because they suck. They're going to be terrible.
1: Yes, so, they should.
0: So as far as Florida goes, I'm going to chalk that up as a loss. What about you?
1: Uh, Florida, yeah, I'm going loss. Okay, and then you got Even They did lose Kyle Trask, though, so you never know.
0: That's true, but, you know, still... We've had chances to beat them before, and we just can't get over the Florida Hunt more than one game. Yeah. i got to see it more than once before okay. I become a I'm believer. with you. I'll say loss. Okay. What about uh, LSU? Uh, I'm going to say loss. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with a win on that one. So we're both at four and two right now in the season. Mm-hmm. And Georgia, I mean, <laughs> you got to show me something.
1: <laughs> you you got to beat them once, we at get, least. We get
0: our butt handed to us every year. Yep. So you're putting a loss for that? Yeah,
1: I'm fun. going lost loss. I think we lose all three of those, okay. honestly.
0: So that's four and three for both. So what's okay. what's the back half of the season?
1: Okay, like? then we get our bye, which is going to be much needed after oh, yeah, that no. three game. They are going to need a week to recover from those three Thank games. Goodness. So we got a bye, and then that sets us up for the last five games. We could easily finish the season on a five-game winning streak. Now,
0: Tyler, you just said UK football could win easily. Don't ever say that.
1: Okay, I'm sorry.
0: You know, you know what's happened to us when we try to chalk up wins around here? No, well, you I know. know, I know what you mean. The games that we should win, in theory, yes. we're better than these teams. Yeah, on, on paper. paper. Yes. Okay, I'm with you on that. Okay.
1: So, uh Halloween weekend, we've got Mississippi State on the road. <sighs> got it. Who I, I mean, I, we dominated Mississippi State. You know, Mike Leach, they they scored like
0: two points. That's true. They're pretty bad right now. I'm going to chalk that up as a win. Okay,
1: I'm going win too.
0: Okay. Uh then next week we got Tennessee at home. We pound Tennessee. Pound Tennessee. Pound Tennessee. They're down. Look at That is the biggest dumpster fire joke of a program ever. <laughs> they were they were hallucinating anyway thinking that they were you know, were playing 1995 football or 1998 and Peyton Manning and Heath Shuler are their quarterbacks. Those days are long gone. Tennessee is not any good anymore. Stick a fork in them. But you're not worried they might
1: have some great recruits coming in from those McDonald's bags full of money this year?
0: <laughs> My guess. <laughs> No, because they're all they're all heading into the transport transfer, transfer uh, portal. Does I mean it? they're gonna have a lot of problems.
1: Yeah. So. Well may, maybe they can get Grimace and the hamburglar to come in. <laughs> I bet the hamburger would make a great free safety. Oh, jeez! You know, because you know he'd be getting interceptions and
0: causing guys to fumble. He would be all over the ball wherever it is. Oh God! Well, in my opinion, they'll have a bunch of Ronald McDonalds out there playing with clown feet on, and they're going to suck. So that's my opinion. That's great. Well, so are you chalking that one up as a win? Uh, I'll go win too. Okay, win. All right, all right. Then we got Vanderbilt on the road. If you don't beat Vandy, your program's in trouble. Yep. I'm chalking that up as a win.
1: Okay, and then yep, win. Okay, then we got New Mexico State at home. Got to assume that's a win. You got right? to, yeah. And then we finished the season Louisville at Cardinal Stadium. Didn't get to play them this year.
0: Uh, yeah, that's why I was. That's what I was saying it's kind of tough to gauge it. I got you. you got to win that one. Right? I'm gonna. I'm gonna take it as a win.
1: We've dominated them the last couple times. Yeah, I think win too.
0: So Tyler, if I'm correct, and I'm I'm looking at this, we both have them nine and three, <laughs> which is crazy that we're we're expecting a nine and three season, and that's even with me throwing in a Missouri loss. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they can beat LSU. I know LSU is two years removed from a national title. But if you'll recall, we had one of our worst basketball teams one year removed from a national title. True. So yeah. things can happen when your best players leave and things just aren't going as well. The wheels can fall off very quickly. So i, I, I got to hedge my bet here. I'm going to say 8-4 and because I'm going to bet that we drop one of these games. We usually drop a game to Mississippi State at some point that we should lose. Yeah, or that Mississippi we should win. State or Missouri. So or, if I'm throwing in, yeah. if I'm hedging my bets nine and three seems a little bit optimistic i'm gonna say eight and four and i'll be happy
1: okay you're hedging your bet is that what a hedge fund does is is that what they do
0: yep they hedge their bets they hedge their bets yeah okay i don't i don't know (laughs) we'll find out somebody will comment and say you guys are idiots but that's fine i'm gonna say eight and four tyler just to to hedge my bet a little bit okay you got them at nine and three are you gonna stick with nine and three uh
1: for now yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> for now until we lose more yeah. then you'll change it yeah if we lose the first game then i'll definitely adjust that But, but i mean what, i kind of want to see what the quarterbacks look like
0: in spring practice too that's going to be the key i mean there's no doubt that is the key for this whole thing i mean that's it if we don't have good quarterback play we're going to have another season like we did now truth be told if we had a schedule like this where we had some built-in easy games we would probably win seven or eight games in the regular season yeah right? that's huge so
1: they've got the ability to get off to a good start work out some of the kinks early in the year before they hit that difficult three game stretch so i think this is about in my mind as good a schedule as you could get i'm very
0: i'm very happy with this i couldn't be any happier with the schedule so when i saw this come out i mean that's you see eight and four you see nine and three i I never thought we'd see the day at kentucky where we would be making these claims you know early in the season
1: no predicting a nine and three and eight and four
0: record. well actually let me take that back i always predicted it they were just never correct yeah, it, I, I think you predicted like 8-2 last year, didn't you? Yeah. S- Stuff happens, though. So, you know, you predict these things and they don't work out. You know, growing up as a Kentucky fan, you know what that feels like. But this time it feels like there's a legitimate shot for it to happen. Right. We've got Wandel Robinson coming in. We needed playmakers. Now and we've we got, got Ali, Wandel Robinson. We have a lot of returning players. Hopefully one of these quarterbacks works out. We've just got a lot of returning good players players in addition to some exciting players coming in so I'm, I'm,
1: I'm pumped let's go let's get football started
0: let's right go. now all
1: right brandon the last topic i've got for you involves my alma mater eastern kentucky university Ooh, okay what's going on made some headlines this week uh well actually for two reasons uh the the big reason is that they have decided to join the atlantic sun conference great good for them um, EKU has been in the Ohio Valley Conference since 1948. That's wow. A, that's a long time. It is. But they are making the switch to the Atlantic Sun, which, you know, normally that would just be news in itself. But apparently, <laughs> someone who <laughs> operates Eastern's website, athletics website, uh, jumped the gun a little bit. Okay. And made the announcement online before anything was official. They said we're joining the Atlantic Sun, and the Atlantic Sun was like, "Uh, hey, we, ha- uh, no, you're not. <laughs> we haven't made that official yet. So I think they got in a little bit of heat. Brandon, what do you think? One about EKU <laughs> joining the Atlantic Sun, and two, has this person now been fired who posted it a couple of days early?
0: Well, let me ask you this before I give my opinion because you went to school there, Tyler. Yes. So let me gain some perspective here. Did did you have a sense of pride playing in the Ohio Valley Conference? I mean, was that I, I don't I'm asking because I don't know. I mean, was there like, oh, we're in the OVC schedule now, this is gonna be great, you know, big deal or, or what were your thoughts on well, it? Well what what's great about the OVC is that you
1: had some great built in rivalries. You had I mean, the biggest being Moorhead State. Yeah, uh, that was kinda Eastern's biggest rival in basketball. So you got them two, sometimes three times a year if you count the conference tournament. Yeah. Uh Murray State, who's been really good the last two years. Um, so, so you had some really great rivalries in the OVC. Mm-hmm. Well, who's who's going to be the rival in the Atlantic
0: Sun? Can, can you even name a team in the Atlantic Sun? I didn't even know the Atlantic Sun wasn't a conference. <laughs> so no, no. So so no, I definitely can't name a team. I'm assuming they're on the Atlantic in the sunny area. Myr- is it Myrtle Beach State? Um, Myr- I- Myrtle Beach State and uh, Daytona. Yeah, I, I do know
1: Florida Gulf Coast is in there, so that would make sense. So, the Atlantic
0: Sun. So Daytona Tech is not in there.
1: Uh, I don't think. I don't think Daytona Tech is Division One. I okay. don't think yet. Uh, those were my two guesses for
0: the Atlantic <laughs> Sun. So no, I obviously have no idea. I'm going to miss. I, you know, like what you said. I even though I didn't go to school there, you still knew about these rivalries with the OVC, right? Yep. We've grown up in Kentucky our whole lives, so the, the you know the built-in rivalries with Morehead and things were were great. I wonder if they'll still be able to continue them though. You know, we play Louisville every year, and they're not in our conference. True. Why can't, why can't you still schedule that once a year, do a home and home? You know, one year, switch it out, go to the others the next one. So there's still an opportunity to keep those in there as fun out-of-conference games. And, you know, it would put a more premium price on the ticket, possibly, to yeah. say, hey, we only play them once a year. They only come here once every two years. That's to get true. your ticket now. Yep. So I don't know. There's still an opportunity there. Um, usually when i don't like the move personally i like them staying in the ovc but typically when decisions don't make sense there's money involved somewhere so there's probably a money incentive for them to go somewhere else and that's fine you know they got to thrive and survive and keep moving along and making money yeah um i i don't really know i i know for, i follow basketball
1: a lot more than football mm-hmm. um but in, in the ovc you know belmont they moved into the ovc uh you know a few years ago and they've pretty much dominated they mm-hmm. win the conference tournament every year yeah so I I think maybe this gives them a better chance in basketball at at competing and potentially making the NCAA tournament maybe um football I don't know cuz uh, so far the only team I know is Florida Gulf Coast in the Atlantic Sun
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about the Atlantic Sun. I obviously named two teams that probably don't even exist. But I really... If Daytona Tech's on the schedule, I feel good about that one. (laughs) Daytona Tech. I am praying that when we get off here, I can Google Myrtle Beach State. And that that they are on... Well, Coastal
1: Carolina is the college in Myrtle Beach. So I don't don't think you're going to have any luck there.
0: Well, maybe there's an in beach rivalry between coastal carolina <laughs> and myrtle beach state that we're just not aware of. that's
1: a, that's two big colleges to be in one town well, myrtle beach is well, wait, wait. what do you think about the guy who posted it on the website though
0: not smart <laughs> i mean what's the rush i guess i guess what's the incentive to rush it out but why why would you do it? this isn't like earth shattering news that you have to get out before somebody else gets it out before you this is just telling you what's happening why the need to rush it? Yeah. And who cleared it? Did anybody clear it or was this a rogue person that Ooh. said, you know, I'm going to undermine this whole situation and I'm going to put it out there and take everybody off and then they put in their resignation the next day. <laughs> you know, I don't know. They probably
1: put in their resignation whether that was their intent or not <laughs> after that one. Yeah, not going to be in that job. <laughs> so, or
0: maybe it's an intern.
1: I don't that seems like a big responsibility to give to an intern to post that announcement.
0: They should have just said that their account was hacked. <laughs> that's true you know, isn't that the go to what... for like uh, celebrities athletes uh, people in government <laughs> oh why did you uh, post this picture of yourself nude online oh my account got that's, hacked that's that's great why did you send this yep. mess- creepy message to this girl oh that got hacked <laughs> i would just claim the hack you can always claim the hack.
1: good good thinking this is you, you need to be pr for eku brandon after this well i don't think the bar is very high right now <laughs> since you know
0: what they did here i don't think it's going to take much to uh clear the bar yeah if,
1: if you have any background in web design i, I would grant you eku is probably hiring right now <laughs> yeah. so you may want to check that out great opportunity <laughs> right to move up in your career yep crazy well brandon that wraps up our sports segment for the day and wraps up our show for the day, Gosh, since we're doing a short show today with our big interview coming up this week, we're gonna make it a little bit shorter, yeah, absolutely. Any lasting thoughts for our listeners before we go?
0: Lasting thoughts um uh, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my lasting thoughts are the same every week. I just you know everybody just get along, stop yelling at each other, have fun, enjoy the season, even though we're losing you know everything should be put in perspective over the last year if games get canceled if we win games if we lose it's all fun that's why we do this show uh you know we give our honest comments on here if you're ever looking for our opinion we'll definitely give it to you and it's worth exactly what you paid for it which conveniently for our <laughs> listeners is zero zero but we are free we are free uh for now right i don't i don't <laughs> think we're changing that but um you know just be nice have fun enjoy the season enjoy what you have be with your family do cool stuff that's my lasting absolutely
1: spend time with your family but if, if you're going to sit at home and surf the web, head on over to LexBuds.com. We just posted exactly. a new article this week discussing a virtual round-robin tournament yes. between the last three NIT teams, Billy Clyde's 2009, <laughs> John Calipari's 2013, and the soon-to-be 2021 NIT team. We did a breakdown of which one of those three teams would win a round-robin tournament. Mm-hmm. So go on, check that out. Leave us some feedback on who, who you think would win that round robin yeah it,
0: what a great concept too Todd. i absolutely love yeah
1: that. i think that should be a topic for next week let's let's add that in for episode 43
0: yeah i like it we'll, we'll put it out on social media give us your thoughts and maybe we'll share some of those uh on the show next week you know i like you it you put it down there let us know what you think and the reason why don't just put the name of the team put why you think that because i think that's the important part that's the fun part is why do you think that yep because there's a lot of variables there you got different coaches you have totally different team makeups it's going to be fun
1: yeah Uh, So uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and stay tuned for a special edition this week with our big interview. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully it comes through. It's big for us anyway. Yeah. We're pretty pumped about it. Yeah. I am. It it is... If you told if you had told nine-year-old Tyler he would get to have this interview one day, he would be very excited. <laughs>
0: that should be good. So make sure you check the podcast feed on that. And Tyler already mentioned the places to find us. Just type in LexBuds wherever you're listening or viewing anything. And if we're there, we're going to show up. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. Stay, Stay classy, classic, Kentucky. Kentucky.